When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The games are underway and DraftKings is bringing you to the podium. DraftKings free-to-play pools are available every day of the games in Tokyo and offering a free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes. That is up to $50,000, Taylor. $50,000 up for grabs. And the best part is, is that it's free to play. Wow, what a deal. So DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. You just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. I mean, it's summer. Who doesn't love pools? Mm. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think will happen during that day's events and track your results throughout the evening to see if you will achieve a victory. Questions will range from medal count to questions specific to the USA team. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes every day of the games in Tokyo. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, guess what? What's that, bud? Absolutely nothing new has happened since our last episode when we pretty much spent a good 40 minutes or so just talking about nothing, whatever popped into our heads. And you know what's going to happen today now that Nothing has happened since our last episode. What's that? We're going to do that again. Yeah, let's do it. I know like people are wondering, like, why are we putting out episodes? So we, we are kind of contractually required to do this two times a week for the rest of the year. Uh, it'll get better. <laughs> yeah, soon. Feel free to check back in with us in a month <laughs> if that's your prerogative. But we might, we might, you know, maybe this will be even better than our hockey takes. Maybe people are sick of our hockey takes and sick of our pessimism and like our optimism. Mm-hmm. I have a, a hockey-related question Go. right off the cuff for you. If you could restore one NHL team to its city, name, logo, everything, who would you choose? You get to do any anyone in NHL history. There's no shortage of options. Hmm. It's tough. If I could do it for like jerseys, I would do the Mighty Ducks jerseys and go back to the eggplant and teal. But oh, if I, we're talking, I but I'm yeah, I was okay. gonna say like for that, but like actually restoring a team, it's a good question. I mean, 
Hartford comes to mind just because I just feel like I enjoy Hartford's colors scheme and jerseys. I think that that could be really cool. Um, you know, having another Northeast team also, but they're smaller markets. So there's also, you know, some bigger market teams that formerly had a franchise that, uh, that could be cool too. So, Hmm. I mean, yeah, like I said, Hartford's up there, I would say maybe the North stars too. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. You could do a little rivalry since the wild play in St. Paul. Maybe you bring back the North stars and put them in Minneapolis <laughs> cross town rivalry. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That'd be interesting too. What would you, to, what's uh, your choice? So I was thinking about it. Like there's like, you kind of uh, went over there. There's a lot of upside to different ones. Like there's some that, you know, just probably aren't feasible. Like there's, I think Regina had a team in Canada. Yeah. They probably aren't big enough. Victoria might've had a team. So that's tough. Can't get those. Obviously, you wouldn't really restore Seattle since they're getting a new team right now. So Quebec the couple would be that, pretty cool, though. That's one of the ones I was thinking of. So like, there's some that I'd like. Really, no interest in. I'm not interested in bringing back the Kansas City Scouts. It very much did not work there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really interested in bringing back the Colorado Rockies since we have the Avalanche now. Although they should uh, lean more into those uniforms. I Fantastic agree. stuff. Either them or the Devils. One of the two should lean into those uniforms. Mm-hmm. A couple ones I was thinking of, uh, Hartford, you mentioned Hartford. You might know that I had a Hartford Whalers hat in high school and college that I wore approximately 2,000 times until it fell apart. Oh, yes. Well, well, well uh, familiar. So that, I obviously love their logo. They're, they were never good, ever. They were, in the, they were in the league for quite a while and never really won anything. I don't know if they even got to a conference final. But I just love the idea that there was a team in Hartford. Oh yeah. Like that's <laughs> bizarre. Like it wasn't like it was in 1920. It was like 1995. I saw them play. Did you really? Yeah, they, they the last game at the odd was Hartford. Oh yeah, I knew that. Hartford's population is 123,000. I just looked that up. Wow. That is <laughs> not pro- probably not enough to sta- sustain a team and plus you're drawing from both the Boston and New York markets when you're in Connecticut. So that's tough. You know where else actually could be a good one too, that it's, it's a shame that it never really worked out as a market, but the Atlanta Thrashers. I feel like Atlanta is a pretty yeah. big size city and that'd be cool if it could have worked out there, but never like, did either time that they did, whether it was the flames or the thrashers. Yeah. Two times. Yeah. That's uh, that's, it's too bad, but yeah, the, the the Hartford is, they're so great, like great uniforms. I think Gordy Howe briefly played for them mm-hmm. and, and they played in a mall. <laughs> you don't believe me. Anyone listening, go look this up. They played at the Hartford civic center. It was basically in a mall. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's, it's such like a, like a little delightful thing about an NHL pass. Like really the last 30 years of the NHL has been the league getting more it's basically the Gary Bettman era it's more financially stable teams just don't fold overnight teams don't play in malls teams like they're financially like you know on much better footing uh but it's gotten a lot less interesting like I say like yeah teams don't play in malls but teams don't play in malls mm-hmm. that was kind of fun when teams played in malls <laughs> <laughs> like you lose a lot of fun stuff like that like one of my favorite 
books about hockey is that down goes Brown history of the NHL. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a fascinating look at like how weird the NHL has been. And it's really not that weird anymore. It's pretty like boring and corporate, even yeah. if you like the actual product on the ice, which it seems like since we're hockey fans, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, so I think Hartford might be my answer, but Quebec, it seems so weird in Rome that Quebec city doesn't have a hockey team. I think they're going to be the next place to get one whenever expansion happens again. Or move or move or move. Yeah, that's no, that's a good point. That's right. Interchangeable either way. I think Quebec has got to be at the top of the list or at least very, very close. Who would you like to see move? That's another question. Who would I want to see move? Yeah. Carolina. Yes. That's a great answer. I was going to say the obvious one is Arizona, but I actually like the Carolina idea way more. Yeah. All right, let's cool. Let's put them Keep there. Arizona, where they are. Yeah, sure. Why In a not? similar vein to what you had asked, do you? What are your favorite NHL jerseys of all time? Well, Hartford, and you mentioned the Mighty Ducks one. Since yes. I was born in the '90s, I obviously love that. Um, I actually really like the Red Wings classic look. Interesting. Okay. Like the red, red, uh, red pants. Mm-hmm. Thought that was sharp. Hmm. Who else is good? No, that's three. That's enough. I don't have to like anyone else. The King's purple and gold ones are really good with the crown. Yep. I like that. I like I I mentioned the Colorado Rockies. Colorado Rockies are great. Yeah. I really love the California Golden Seals ones. The ones with the yellow and white stripes that like go over the shoulders. Those ones are crazy. I feel like, I, I don't know, I have like weird looking jerseys, but those ones that, you know, that teal color is just, the, the teal and yellow combo is pretty nice. North Stars jerseys were pretty cool. I kind of like the, yeah, oh yeah. I like the Penguins jersey with the giant penguin on it. Oh, like the early 2000s one? Yeah, well, the penguin yeah, was just like comically cool. large. <laughs> yeah, the, those ones were pretty good. Yeah, well, so the reason I was asking that earlier, is like Winnipeg got their team back. Mm-hmm. And do you consider like the old Jets, like the Dale Howarchuk Jets, do you consider them part of this new Winnipeg Jets history? Or do you consider them part of Arizona Coyotes history slash Phoenix Coyotes? It's so tough because I, I know that the way, at least that the NHL recognizes it, it's with Arizona, but it's kind of hard not to when it's a city you're talking about. I, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. And also like the team name is the exact same. The jerseys are derivative of the old Jets jerseys. Like their their heritage jerseys, heritage classic jerseys and their alternate jerseys are based off of formerly the old Jets jerseys and logo. So it's kind of hard to like ignore that and pretend like that connection isn't there. And by connection, it's it's like it's the city in it, itself and like the team itself. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I would still consider it. Yeah. Like when you talk about all time Winnipeg jets, like I know people will think of it as like the franchise, I guess, from like the NHL perspective, but I would still think of it as though, like just Winnipeg rather than Arizona. It is interesting. Like there's, there comes some interesting questions. Like the Cleveland Browns kept their history. They just had a three-year gap where they didn't have a team, Mm -hmm. but like when they moved, they quote unquote moved, basically the owner moved, the coaches, I, I think they might have fired Belichick and then moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whatever players they wanted to bring, they just all moved. They just all went to Baltimore. It wasn't like an expansion thing, but then Baltimore didn't get any of their stats. So they basically considered them like an expansion team in terms of their their passing numbers and all that. 
but mm-hmm. it doesn't count. Like the, the Browns still count their old, their old, uh, whatever, Bernie Kosar, <laughs> their leading pastor or like Otto Graham. Yeah. Things like yeah. That, which is, it's, it's a weird thing. And it's not unlike uh, the weird situation in the NBA, which I don't think any, you think in, in 20 years, kids are going to know or care, I guess that the Charlotte Hornets didn't exist for like, I don't know how many years. I think diehard fans will in the way that we care, I guess, like I, how you just brought it up. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's such a weird thing. I guess if people don't know if this year, it's a weird a, a nugget of fan. NBA history. So I feel like people will care about it because people care about weird shit. Yeah. Well, maybe some, sometime if you're like a 15 year old in 2030, uh, you can impress oh. your friends with this because by, well, let's say, no, let's push back to 2035. I think those starter jackets are going to be cool again. They're going to come have their third wave. So people are going to look back at the, the old Charlotte Hornet starter jacket, but yeah, they were part of the big those NBA remain expansion. Cool. Yes. They'll, they'll be uncool again though. It's oh. circle of life. Um, not to us, but to people who dress well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they became a team in 89. Like I think they came in with like the heat, the magic, the Timberwolves, like that era of expansion and then super cool jerseys. And they were pretty good. Like right away, like mm-hmm. they had playoffs like Larry Johnson, um, Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy Bogues, shortest NBA player. Uh, so they had, a, they had an interesting team. Like they're in the playoffs and stuff. And then they had some weird problems with their money. I think their owner, George Shin, I think he was kind of a cheapskate and they moved to new Orleans, but new Orleans also just didn't, like they just kept their records. Yep. They're, they didn't keep their records. They just basically started as like an expansion. And so they were the New Orleans Hornets. And another weird angle of this is like almost as soon as they moved, they couldn't play in New Orleans because of the hurricane. So they played in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a team yet at the time. And Charlotte got an expansion team like overnight. Like within two years, they had the Bobcats who were Emeka terrible. Okafor. That's right. Mecca Okafor. Larry Brown coached them to mm-hmm. the playoffs they have the worst record in NBA history in, uh, in one season. Uh, and anyway, they just, New Orleans changed its name to the Pelicans to like, I don't know, have a more New Orleans centric name. I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Hornets were like, well, let's, we'll just change our name to the Hornets then screw the Bobcats. Right. So that was like, well, like 12 years and there was no <laughs> Hornets, but like, Oh yeah, it's just the Charlotte Hornets again. Well deserved. I mean, to be honest, they should just for the jersey combo alone. Like the the teal and purple just looks so good. I know it's kind of even similar to like the Mighty Ducks thing, but I just love that color combo. And they did a good job with giving their uh, current jerseys a nice touch up, but still having them pretty much based off of those '90s jerseys because, whoo, those are pretty. Yeah, it's like uh, they the Bobcats had some of the worst uniforms of all time, mm-hmm. so. It's really good that they just put that entire era to rest and were like, oh, screw it, we're the Hornets again. Who cares? Yeah, yeah definitely. It was it was a bad era, the Bobcats. Yeah. What about in the NBA? Who stands out for you jersey-wise? Ooh, I like the Bulls, obviously. Of course. My team, my those jerseys, those are great. Um, the Suns and the Raptors with the Dinosaur, I own that one, obviously. Oh, yeah. The Buffalo Braves Powder Blues. Those are fantastic. Very pretty. Hmm. Who else? Who else? Obviously the Charlotte ones that you mentioned. The Heat Miami Vice jerseys. Yeah, those are pretty sweet. Um, the Sonics old jerseys. I like them. I do not like the Thunder at all. Mm-hmm. Really, really all around. I don't really like the Thunder as a team. 
I don't anymore. Uh, I like them when they had Westbrook and Durant. And then, of course, you know, Kevin Durant ruined some things. Yeah. Well, you know what? They ruined it before that by trading Harden. True. They could have played themselves. I mean, I'm not the first guy to say another acclaimed podcaster, but I think I'm on the same level as Bill Simmons. Uh, is like has brought up the Harden trade. It's like his Risto trade, except it actually happened, and then he wouldn't mm-hmm. shut up about it about how bad it's been. But like the the nugget that you can't forget is that they could have just amnestied Kev, uh, Kendrick Perkins, and they would have had money to sign Harden long term. Give him the contract he wanted. You could have had the three of them, and they probably wanted won a championship. If it had been three years later, they would have done it. Back then, I think there was a little bit more like, hmm, can you play these all three of these guys together? Can you can you mm-hmm. have such a guard-centric team? We need a big man like Kendrick Perkins. Well, you don't. Clearly not. Kendrick Perkins. And they could have amnestied him. He could have gone back to Boston. Wow. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want the what big guy coming back? What should yeah. have been? He was really only good in Boston. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> never uh, The starting five never lost a playoff series. They were, yeah, they were good. Yeah. Anyway. What was Danny Ainge thinking, trading away the heart and soul of the team? Kendrick. Yeah, I'm really glad that they're doing a lot of good things in free agency and trades right now. Not. They have been (laughs) so disappointing. I'm hoping for a Bradley Beal or Damian Lillard trade, but, like, my God, Brad Stevens, come on now. Uh, Meet the new GM, just like the old GM. Ugh. did you guys give DeMar DeRozan $85 million, though? No. How are you feeling, actually, about the Bulls? Lonzo, too? Oh, baby. I'm excited about Lonzo. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good move. I thought it all made sense, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, also DeMar DeRozan. I mean... Where's he going to play? Yeah, it's fair. They, they, have, they have him, Levine, Lonzo, and Kobe White in the backcourt. And, like, I know I just said you could play three guards, and you can't. Would like, DeRozan play power forward, potentially? Like, a small power forward? Because was He, pro- he probably is going to have to, and they're probably going to have to... Um, uh, not play marketing, but like on offense, it's going to be a weird fit. They're yeah. probably going to trade marketing in all likelihood now, which mm-hmm. is like fine, but it's like DeRozan is 32. You're giving him $28 million a year. Why'd you do that? Like he's not, he's not like, oh my God, he has to play guard, but it's like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't love him uh, <laughs> defending big guys. No, definitely not. Hey, yeah, Eastern Conference though, anything can happen. Yeah, the other thing is Pat Williams is a power forward, so mm-hmm. Demar's going to probably have to fit in at three, which is fine. But it's like, okay, so you're bringing Kobe White off the bench, I guess. Is that your move now? Yeah. You're pay Levine and DeRozan. You're going to pay Levine, DeRozan. You're going to pay Vucevic because he just gave up two first for him. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay Pat Williams because he's like he had a really good rookie year, better rookie year than any of these these other scrubs we've taken in the top ten. You should be the straight, GM straight up Bulls. Bulls. Straight up Bulls. There we go. I shouldn't That's be the GM. I don't. Network. I don't know what I'm doing. I think you would be a good GM. Shake things in, up. In the NBA? Oh, yeah. Just go full chaos? You'd be great at that. I wouldn't be any worse than, like, David Kahn or, like, Billy King. There you go. How much worse could I really be than That's those guys? That's a career right there. I would, I would just, like, hey, I could be the GM of the Lakers. Like, hey, you want to come play in Los Angeles? Good. Sure. Sounds good. Master negotiator. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how um, talented of a GM Rob Polinka is, but they have Westbrook now, too. So that, that team's going to be fascinating. I cannot wait to watch them. I've the talked all about AARP team. Yeah. Well, I've talked about this before, too, that 
I am a Celtics fan, but I am not like a Boston Celtics fan and that like I don't hate the Lakers, you know. I, that's I, I had like to be able to distance myself because the Celtics are the only Boston sports team that I will ever come close to claiming that I like. Uh, I've made it very clear that I hate the Patriots, Bruins and Red Sox. But with Boston, I feel like I allow myself to like the Lakers a little bit. And that separates me from the, the rest of the crop. And also, I've said this before, and you know this too, Taylor. I love Russell Westbrook. So I'm excited to see what that team is going to be. Him and LeBron on the same team. Imagine the content next year. Come on. It's going to be, it's it's gonna gonna be, be fascinating. And I don't think this movie actually makes them that much better, but it's going to be, it's going to be, be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, it should be an interesting West next year. Cause I don't think the Lakers are necessarily like, uh, even if they're healthy, which I, they probably won't be Yeah, like a, a shoe in. And Mel- then obviously yeah, the, God. the, the oh, Mel, that's fun. Uh, the Clippers, uh, no Kawhi probably for most or all of the season. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the Suns coming back. I'm excited about the Suns. A lot of interesting teams out there. It'll be very good. Yeah. Clay Thompson coming back. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's talk about going a different down. conference. How about this? This is a new topic that actually has something to do with hockey. Okay. The NHL Western Conference is terrible. The I think it's going to Western Conference? Yep. I think it finally happened. Finally, the East is better than the West. I don't know. Hold on. Let me, let me read this to you right now. Because I was someone was bringing up like the Blackhawks trying to make a playoff push in light of their uh, scandal, trying to, you know, actually be a decent team. And yeah. like for the first time in like what five or six years to try to bit, put a decent yeah. team around Kane and Taze. And it's like, I was like, they can't make the playoffs, but I was like, huh, couldn't they make the playoffs? I mean, especially if Flurry's good, I'm going to yeah, read you the, I'm going to read you the conference. Well, it's particularly the Pacific division, but the Pacific is bad, but you have, yeah, been. that's, that's one, one of the two divisions. Well, yeah. Um, so the Pacific is Seattle, Calgary, Vegas, Anaheim, Vancouver, San Jose, LA, and Edmonton. So Seattle, we don't know. They might make the playoffs just because of how bad the division is. Calgary is not good. Mm-hmm. Not, not good folks. Vegas is great. Obviously they'll probably win the division. Anaheim real, real bad. Not a good team. Even if they get Eichel Vancouver. Yikes. That team's a mess. San Jose. Double yikes. Their leading scorer uh, is being investigated by the NHL and they were already terrible last year. Yeah. LA. I mean, LA might be okay by next year. Like they're getting better, but like, yeah. are they going to be actually good? And then Edmonton. Mike Smith, baby. Yeah. What can I say about Arnold nurse? Mike? $9 million. <laughs> what can I say about Mike Smith that hasn't already been said about Afghanistan? <laughs> Looks bombed out and depleted. Oh yeah. And then, but the other conference, it's like, okay, so Colorado is probably going to win that. Mm-hmm. The other division, I should say, the central division. Minnesota, good last year. Is Kaprizov going to come back? That could be very important. Big question. Chicago, we just mentioned. Winnipeg, stinks outside their goaltender. Nashville, getting worse. Mm-hmm. Probably should be looking into rebuilding. Uh, Arizona, not good. <laughs> not a good team. St. Louis, okay. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how Bennington is next year, but I think they're just okay. And then Dallas. Mm-hmm. I was Dale. They missed the playoffs. We'll see how they bounce back. I don't know if they're going to have Bishop Sagan's got, he's had some horrific injuries. Yep. So Jamie Ben's not getting any younger. So that's not good. 
It's a good point. I guess we will uh, we will see. It should be interesting, you know, and even to see if there's going to be any more moves that will happen before the, the start of the season. Oh, yeah. I assume, I mean, one big one in particular. Mm-hmm. The, the big domino to fall, Mr. Jack Eichel, which he's back on Twitter now. What do you think? I thought that was fake. It's not. John Vogel ended up confirming because Jack quote tweeted Vogel's tweet saying that it was fake, saying, well, actually, coming from the source, Jack, this is real. So, and then Eichel's agent confirmed to Vogel that it was real. So Vogel deleted the tweet. Huh. Yep. Did you follow him? No, I'm not going to either. Me neither. neither. I don't want those likes ending up in my timeline, pal. Uh Uh-uh. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add at all, Taylor, before we sign off? A little quick episode to kick off the week. Hopefully we'll have some news by Thursday, but anything you want to add before we sign off? No. Do you have any recommendations? Um, do I? No, I don't think I really do. I have an anti-recommendation. Oh, what? Don't watch Woodstock 99, everyone. Oh, I've, I saw your, your thread about it. I will not. Definitely will be sure not to. <laughs> yeah, brutal. All One right. of the worst documentaries I've ever seen. <laughs> That's saying something. You've seen a lot of documentaries, I'm sure. So. Yeah, shit. I mean, wow. this is an HBO documentary. It's supposed to be good. That's sad. Wow. Well, good to know. Thank you for that warning. And everybody who's listening, listen to Taylor's advice because he is rarely wrong when it comes to anything, actually. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> forgetting about hockey. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. Make sure you're checking out both the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics on their respective streaming platforms and on their websites and on their social media pages as well. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Make sure you're using the promo code THPN at checkout to take advantage of great deals. Once again, that's promo code THPN. Make sure you're also following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook and Instagram at Straight Up Sabres and on Twitter at Straight Sabres. As we had said before, we'll be back with a new episode on Thursday and hopefully we'll have some more news on the Eichel front by then. But in the meantime, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.